Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss the NFL. Happy holidays, everyone. You got everyone's favorite gift. The NFL got everyone's favorite gift. That's, of course, COVID. Yes, that is what is under everyone's tree today and under everyone's betting slips. We, You know, amazingly, last week with a terrible terrible betting card like just the slate of NFL games was awful the lines were terrible the actual football itself terrible terrible and yet hey we made money what's up I went three and two Charlie Chalk went three and oh Panzeri Prince made a respectable one and one but you know no one lost money so how about that I correct it no one lost money how about that that's amazing so we got through that week we got through that dangerous week where no one knew who was playing the lines were terrible everything was bad and this week is really exciting I'm feeling really good feeling really good. Maybe it's just that that twinkle in the air of the holidays and uh, maybe it's COVID. I don't know. So it could be either of those, but we could be making money again this week. And the slate's really good. Speaking of winning though, at Losing Money WAB, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, whatever, 16 and 10, we'll be going on these special games. So the special games, of course, are Thursdays, on Mondays, on Tuesday night football. Hello, we're 16 and 10 right now. So there's another place where you could be making money over there. But the strategy worked. The money line parlays on good teams, the live bets, you know, focus on the infrastructure of good teams, good coaches, good systems. And those seem to be paying off, except if you are the Arizona Cardinals. Good God, losing to the Detroit Lions. That was the parlay buster. So we have somehow avoided that at losing money with Andrew Bascom. But if you didn't, I, I feel bad for you. All those, all those money line parlays just thrown right down the sink. Ugh, just terrible. My heart goes out to you. But kind of good for Detroit, right? Kind of proud of them. Green Bay, another good win, another good win against Baltimore. You know, Hundley looks good, and we can talk about that. But I think being lost in it is that Green Bay is tremendously good at one-score games. I was bringing this up during a stature in the Minnesota Vikings uh, game with the Minnesota Vikings and the Pittsburgh Steelers, which we somehow took Minnesota and made money on it. Wow, Minnesota making us money. How about that? Uh, we were talking about how Minnesota is terrible at one-score games, and that should that usually is a sign of luck, and those things get brought back to the middle eventually. One-score games is not like, you're not like, oh, we're really good at one-score games. Usually by the end of the season, those get brought back to even. Well, you know who's on the other side of it? Green Bay. You know, they could be like the new KC, where they're clearly a very good team, but they don't blow anyone out. They just do enough to win. So I bring this up because this Saturday, they're against Cleveland, and the spread is seven and a half. And so if you know what I'm talking about right now, that half point gets really dangerous because one score, absolutely they could win by seven points, that's for sure. But that half point, you know, they that Baltimore game, everyone's giving Baltimore so much credit and they should, they should get tons of credit. They're playing with their backup quarterback in a very system focused Lamar Jackson offense, but they're missing all of their secondary. They're missing so many plays. They're on, they're on street running backs at this point. And Green Bay barely beats them. Now, that's a good sign for Green Bay going, oh, I'm glad that they're winning. But man, doesn't that say something a little bit about them? They should kill Baltimore, right? Speaking of Minnesota, they come through again on a bad Chicago team. Now, now, where do we go with this? Do we start going, man, Minnesota's putting it together. They're going to be really good now. Christian Derrissaw's back. You know, Dalvin Cook's getting healthier. You know, do they start getting really good? Or do we start going, man, Chicago, just start that death march because Matt Nagy's getting fired and we need to, something to read through for this team. 
And then the other one is the Buffalo. Buffalo's got a chance for redemption this week against New England. The wild swing. This is the only other thing we want to talk about is that you want to be betting things before they happen, right? So we think like, oh, it's a really good place for uh, Jonathan Taylor to have a good week this week. Okay. So if he's at plus 800 for MVP odds, maybe we bet him before the game so that we're, you know, getting the best odds possible. But it's the same thing with Buffalo right now. If Buffalo beats New England, they will most likely win the division. But right now, you can get good odds at them winning the division. But if they if they don't win, their odds of making the playoffs even, just take playoffs, goes all the way down. So you got to start thinking, man, how do I think this game is going to go? Well, you're going to find out how you think I think it's going to go in a little bit here. But if you say, I think New England's going to win, well, then maybe you start looking at Buffalo to not make the playoffs uh, and those bets out there because those are going to be really good odds. But after Sunday, they get a little worse. Yeah, just try and think ahead of the time here. I know that we claim that these podcasts are 20-ish minutes, but uh, we might be running a little long. Holiday special. We've got the Panzerati Prince, Charlie Chalk, and The Gambler? Coming up next. Joining us first is the Panzerati Prince. Panzerati Prince, how you doing? I'm doing great, Angie. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. We're coming off another winning week last week. Amazingly, we got through all the muck of, of you know, what a terrible week of picks in football it was. Actually, just like, not even the picks, gambling aside, just a terrible week of football in general, and somehow we came up with a winning week, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. Yeah, you know, feeling all right, but I do want to touch on something. I know it, this isn't a Pro Bowl podcast, but, oh. you know, does the Pro Bowl even mean anything? It, it could be a popularity <laughs> contest, but how the hell did Matt Stafford not get in and Kyla Murray did? I mean, yeah, I know that they went seven and zero to start the season, and the Cardinals were red hot, and yada yada yada. But look at the numbers. Matt Stafford has a thousand more yards than Kyler Murray. He has fifteen more touchdowns than Kyler Murray. The same amount yeah. of interceptions. How is a guy who continuously has gotten screwed over his entire career getting screwed yeah. over finally when he's in a big market? I I uh, I feel for him this morning because that's my snub that uh, irked me the wrong way. I, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. I wasn't going to bring up the Pro Bowl at all because the Pro Bowl is a sham completely. But the, the okay, so everyone knows I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I don't care how many Bills make the Pro Bowl, but it is just pointing out that the Bills have one of the best defenses in the league, you know, depending on which metric you look at, top five, top three. And uh, no players made it to their Pro Bowl. Okay, interesting. Uh, two players from the offense did, and one of them is Stephon Diggs. None of them are Josh Allen. And you're like, okay, well, I don't really get it anymore. So c- congratulations, Tom Brady, on your you know, 45th Pro Bowl. You know, that's going to be one of the things they talk about at Canton for some reason. Yeah. That sucks. I hate this. <laughs> it's a popularity <laughs> contest. Uh, who can garner the most votes? Who's hot? Who's flashy? And... Yeah, I guess, you know, Stefan Diggs is pretty hot and flashy. I guess so. I guess so. I guess Kyler Murray is. Screw you, Matt Stafford. Well, speaking of, I know we've got a very exciting game coming up, so I'm going to see if it's going to be in your picks, which, of course, are safe and spicy. So where are you going to go with your safe pick of the week? I don't think any of the exciting games are going to be in my picks because uh, look at my mots. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. Speaking of the reboot of West Side Story, I'm going with the New York Jets minus five against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jets are winning this football game. Wow. I'm calling it. I was just going to make a joke going like, well, at least no one's going to touch Jets, Jaguars. But no, here we go. First pick of the episode. Yeah. That's right. Prince comes through big here. Well, I mean, you know, the Jags are awful. We know that. I mean, the Jets are awful too. But now the Jags have the first overall pick. Why would they lose it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Why would mm-hmm. they want to lose it? The Jets, however, have the quarterback. They are trying to finish the season strong. I know their entire team has COVID right now, so we'll see who makes yeah. it healthy. But yeah. the Jets have been kind of competitive in certain games that I think mm-hmm. they can pull out the win here, especially at home. 
I think Michael Carter has a big game. Yeah. Could this be another Jameson Crowder game? We'll see. I doubt it. Maybe a Braxton Berrios game. Who are these oh. names? Yeah, Google them. I don't even Braxton know. Braxton Berrios. Yeah, Braxton Berrios pulled out a little bit of like a, a samba at the end of a touchdown celebration on the weekend. And first of all, I you had to remark it going, that is a very petite man who is probably a very normal-sized man in the world, but among giants, you're like, oh boy, what a petite man he is. Good for him. So good for Braxton Berrios. I think about him over the holidays right now. Uh, you know, okay, so here, here, right, Prince, I want to I wanna make a rep. If you had to take, which franchise is in the worst position right now? Which franchise is you're like, oh God, I don't even know what you do going forward with these teams. Is it one of the New York teams? Is it Jacksonville? Is it Detroit? Is it Chicago? Like, I don't know. You throw it out there, but like, it's amazing that both New York teams, you're like, oh, yikes. Whoa, this is terrible. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at Detroit and you can, that that's an easy pick, I think. However, yeah. I like the coach. I yeah, like the competitive, the start, competitiveness, yeah. the starting to show. And hey, I know we've, we've all been so quick to write off Jerry Goff, but I think he's a serviceable quarterback if you surround him with the right pieces. No, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he can, right. he can be that piece that is... He has been that piece. We exactly. He, he we've she, we've seen him do that. Exactly. He doesn't have to carry you there, but if you have the pieces around him, I think he can be serviceable. So I'm not picking Detroit. The Giants. Yeah. That seems like uh, what the hell is going on over there? I really yeah. like their defense, and I think the defense mm-hmm. is taking a, a step in the right direction. But it's clear Daniel Jones is not working. It's clear Saquon Barkley is not working. It's clear yeah, the humongous sad. amount of money they spent on wide receivers in the offense is not working. I think yeah. they need to tear down that offense and build. I don't know. I see. The thing is, the Giants are the pick for me because you're you're clearly firing the GM and the coach, and you don't have a quarterback. You're like, yeah. okay, so that's that's the trifecta. At least in Jacksonville, d- train wreck of an organization, but you have a quarterback. At that's least Detroit, true. you have a coach. At least at least the Jets, you tried to get a coach. You tried to get a second round. You know, the the second overall pick with with Wilson. So like, you you kind of have to at least try that. Whereas the Giants, you're starting from scratch again, yes. and you oh man. But at least you have two picks in the first uh, in the top ten. So that, you know, there's something there. But I just I want to talk about that because it's amazing. Both New York teams are so garbage. Um, Okay, so my square pick of the week, and this is absolutely square, four points. This is absolutely it. LA Chargers minus nine and a half against Houston. Uh, This is just one of those, what am I missing? What am I missing here? The Chargers suck at one specific thing, stopping the run. Well, heads up, Houston, I don't know. Unless you love Philip Lindsay and have a lot of stock of Philip Lindsay or Rex Burkhead or, oh no, wait, Philip Lindsay's not even on the team anymore. Rex Burkhead. He's a dolphin. Who else is on this team? Rex Burkhead and I think David Johnson. Oh, David Johnson. Yes, that's who that's who I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, that's not I'm, that's not keeping me up at night. So I'm going to be taking the nine and a half because the one thing the Chargers could do is throw the ball down the field and Houston sucks as all hell. So under 10 points, let's take uh, the LA Chargers minus nine and a half. So this game I looked at for a while and you th- it's so obvious, right? Yes, the Chargers should blow them out. Is this a trap game? I kept asking myself that. Yeah, Davis Mills yeah. has looked good. Yes, he has. Davis Mills has looked good and I... I I've been thinking about that all week. I, I even picked up the Chargers defense in fantasy. I'm like, this might be a track game. Should uh-huh. I stay away from it? I, I just, I feel like the Chargers are rolling right now and it's the perfect time for them to go into Houston and lose a game. It, it, maybe yeah. that's just a gut feeling that I have. No, I, I like this because that is the most classic Chargers thing of all time. Yeah. Like I know it's a completely new coach, new quarterback, new whole thing, blah, blah, blah. New city for God's sakes, new stadium, <laughs> but yet they're the Chargers. And this would be the most Chargers things like we can get to the play. Oh, we lost to Houston. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep uh, an eye on if uh, Joey Bosa and Derwin James play this weekend. Cause that's going to yes. be a big factor in my decision for sure. 
man, it it sucks that every week when you take the charges, you got to wait for to find out about Derwin James like that. Like, it's so funny that a safety is like the same for a middle linebacker or, you know, somebody, somebody on the line for a lot of other teams. But he really runs that defense. And you're like, oh, if James is out, this is really going to suck. So I'm going to take the nine and a half. It's Houston. It's Chargers. Oh, boy. So that's the squarest pick I can think of. So that's my square pick of the week. Where are you going with your spicy pick of the week? All right. My spicy is quite spicy. And I've uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I bet on this matchup a couple weeks ago and lost. But I'm going right back to it. Merry Christmas to you, Andrew. I'm going with your Buffalo yeah. Bills. Plus two and a half against the Patriots on the road. I just, I've said it all year. The Patriots yep. are frauds. We mm-hmm. saw that clearly last Saturday. And what I would like to know are the Bills, <laughs> who are the Buffalo Bills? Yep. Are they ready yep. to be an AFC playoff team? And I think this is yep. the week you find out. Because if they lose this week, I don't think they make the playoffs. But if they win this week, then hello to a top four seed. They're, they're going to win the division. Well, that's the, that's the thing. You're right. The stakes are so wildly different, and that makes it really good because that's also my spicy pick of the week. So I have the Buffalo Bills plus two and a half as well. This is just a hunch. Mac Jones hasn't thrown the ball, or they haven't tr- uh, trusted him to throw the ball, and that's now two weeks. You know, the Buffalo game, you could say, oh, the weather, um, you know, whatever. It was so frightful. Um, but they, they, then they ran the ball. Then they go into Indy, and they kind of do the same thing. They're still not giving them over 20 pass attempts. They're still forcing the run, even though it's not working all the time. So I'd be shocked if the Patriots can run the ball as well as they did last time. The Bills have a good defense, but the Bills tackling that specific game was garbage, 17 missed tackles. And New England had 22, 222, excuse me, rushing yards, and 161 of those came after the contact. Well, that's not going to happen again like that. So you got to imagine there was a lot of things from that first game that are not going to happen again like that. I think this is just one of those. They're going to make Mac Jones throw, and those safeties are still really good even with Trey White out. I love the two and a half. I think this is a a fun get-back game. Yeah, I really want it for them. Just, I think, you know, this is the game. How do you not get up for this game? This has to be the game that the Buffalo Bills say, hey, who are we? And are we going to carry some sort of momentum going to the playoffs? Otherwise, we might not be there. This is the game. I'm excited for them. I do think they pull it off because, hey, I'm going to say it again. The New England Patriots are frauds. (laughs) Yeah, well, there we go. It's, oh my God! Every syllable made it way out there. I, yeah. They are frauds, absolutely. So I, I think this is because you're right. The stakes are so high. It's either the Bills win and win the division, or lose and somehow have to fight to get into the playoffs again. And you're like, man, those those stakes cannot be wilder, especially for two good teams with two good records. So, well, there we go. There your spicy and safe picks of the week. Panzerati Prince, we hope you have a happy holidays. Thanks for coming on, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. Hey, happy holiday! Get the brisket, the chicken, the turkey, whatever you're cooking in the oven. Let's go. Take it easy. Coming up next, coming off a 3-0 and week. Oh, Santa came early for you. Is Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? <laughs> Andrew, I'm doing fine. 3-0 and again. Oh, good. Jeez. How am I going to make know. you guys money if I keep on winning? This is so money, I, losing money. Get the, change your name of your show. I honestly, well, we got it. Or cut me off, you, maybe, and then we're well, Okay. What's your first pick, Charlie? Let's go with where's your lock of the week going? Okay, well, we'll start early on Saturday. Not early on Saturday, but we'll start with a Saturday yep. game. And I think everyone's mm-hmm. going to take this game. And it will be Indianapolis plus uh, one yeah. against Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. Indy's proving pretty well. Taylor's in the running for, oh, he's in the running, all right. But he have MVP, oh, yeah, maybe. Arizona's mm-hmm. hurt. Um, you know, starting off so well. And now they've got a losing record. And I just think that Indianapolis get a point. Uh, they're hungry. They can win their division. They're going to be good. So you got a good yeah. football team in Indianapolis. 
So, okay, Charlie, that's a great start because I'm also taking Indianapolis plus one as well uh, against Arizona. Arizona's pointing in absolutely the wrong direction. Kyler Murray's hurt. They're missing all these players. DeAndre Hopkins out, J.J. Watt, all these players. So the thing is, and I heard a really good stat about how Cliff Kingsbury's system does really poorly with backups because it's not like, you know, with Buffalo or New England, you know, you lose a player and everyone moves up once in the, the, the depth chart. There's specific roles for specific players. So DeAndre Hopkins goes out. It's not like Rondell Moore takes over for the X position. It's like the sixth guy because it's all very specific about what the skills they do, which is just a disaster. The only thing that I, and I want to hear your thought on it, is that India is going absolutely the right direction. They are just kicking the crap out of everyone. They're they're playing so well. Arizona loses to Detroit. Oh, it's terrible. Is this feel like a trap at all? Like, does it, like who in the world is taking Arizona right now? Well, I, I understand what you're saying. Is it a trap at yeah. plus one though? This is like, this is a pick em yeah. game basically. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I no, I think Frank Wright, he's a heck of a coach. Um, I don't yeah. think that's going to be the case at all. Um, Arizona still has a talented team, even though they're injured. Um, no, I, I in this case, I don't think this is a trap. I think Indy's for okay. real, and people are picking right. them. They like Indianapolis, yeah. and so does the chalk. Well, and before, if you wanted to like Taylor for MVP, like you were talking about, you can get him at plus 800 right now. So maybe before the game, you look at that as well. But I'm going with Colts as well. So two Colts hey, for us. Excellent. Nice and easy. Where are you going with the next pick? Well, I'm not going to surprise anyone here, and I, I have a mm-hmm. chalk bet. Um, I'm going to take the L.A. Chargers okay. minus 10 against Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the pick. I think that, you know, Chargers are a good team, not a great team. But, man, when they're playing a crappy team, they can really pounce on them. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. you know what? I just think that 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 Chargers need to win, and I think they're going to blow them open. It's um, yep. 10 four, and 45. It'll be an over bet. Houston's probably got Mills running, you know, throwing again this week. Yep. So I just think that the Chargers are the, the Chargers are like the Buffalo Bills. When they're playing a crappy mm. team, they run up the score and everyone says, oh, great. What a great team. Yep. And that's what the yep. case is here with the Chargers. They're playing a terrible team. Well, Charlie, I took this pick with the Pants Right Prince earlier, so I'm right there with you. You and I are two for two right oh, now. Oh, wait a minute. Picks. I'm going to have uh, to have you write down your numbers, your name first, because <laughs> what you're doing is copying a three and oh, oh this has got to stop. Okay, let's go. Uh, well, I just, I just, I, I'm following the money here. I got to chase where the where the winning is. Okay. Um, okay. So for my second pick, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different here, but I love this number. Pittsburgh at KC under 44 and a half. Now, 44 and a half, that's really low for a, you know, a KC team. But here's the thing. What are these two strengths of Pittsburgh and KC right now? Amazingly, it's their defense. Yes. Thank you very much. It's their defense. How is KC's the strength of their defense? That was the weakness earlier in the year. Well, something's changed and their defense is clearly much stronger. So if we like both of their defenses and we kind of doubt some of their offenses, especially with KC's uh, COVID cases, you know, Kelsey, Hill, we don't know if they're going to be playing. I like the under 44 and a half because I still think KC will win. Because Pittsburgh is god awful sometimes, but let you know. Here's here's a nice stat that I thought you'd do, especially because we just talked about Indy. Let's can we pour one out for Najee Harris? Najee Harris, the running back at Alabama, right. was taken in the first round by Pittsburgh. So Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, who we just talked about, got two yards uh, before contact. He runs free for two yards before anyone even touches him. Najee Harris had 19 yards last game, and they right. all came after the contact. Literally, people are in the backfield before he even gets yeah. a handoff. And he's like, oh, well, God. And he has to do something with it. So just I, I don't want to slow the roll for Jonathan Taylor because it's good for him or anything. But it is running a ball is very systemic. Like you have to have linemen. You have to have people that want to run the ball really well. And Pittsburgh cannot do that to save their life. No, but uh, you tied to exactly what you're saying. And Pittsburgh's plus eight and a half. And a lot of people like them. And they also feel that they mm-hmm. might even have a chance of winning their 
their division. So, yep. and yep. there's something in Mike Tomlin says we never lose, have a losing record, and he will continue this nope. way. And I did take a shot last week, and I don't know if I was just pissed off or what, but I was telling you that this guy, Mahomes, is not throwing the ball very well now. No. Not that he's not a better right. quarterback. He's throwing mm-hmm. the ball terribly. I don't know if you watch the games. He's totally missing receivers. Now he doesn't yep. even have any receivers to hit this week. So right. I definitely think it's an under bet. I don't know what how they're going to score points anyway. So um, and they can't. He can't afford to get injured, so he's not going to run. No. And uh, it, it it will be a low grinding defensive battle. Yeah, under 44 and a half just feels yep. like the right number for me. And like, because I honestly, like I said, I like Casey to win, but man, eight and a half, I was going to take Pittsburgh and God, I can't, I can't reasonably look myself in the mirror and put money on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I, so I, I, that's yeah. the best I got right now. Okay. Under 44 and a half. But so where are you going with your it. third? Okay. you. Yeah, thanks very much. Okay. You, where are you going with your third pick of the week? Well, my third pick's a bit of a surprise, but I mm. am going, and here I go again, I'm going to go. take the Detroit Lions. Oh my God. Plus five and a half points against Atlanta, and mm. and this is a this is a you know what they they don't care if they get first pick in the draft next year they want to save Campbell's job and I really yeah. think they're all in on it the guy can't call plays he can't run the team very well but for some reason everyone likes him um, I love him yeah you know and and Goff he's you know what he's playing better um, they're 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 well, one game's not going to be confidence, but they really do believe in him. Right. They believe in what he's doing, and they might not win this game, but Atlanta's a pretty crappy team, too, not going anywhere for sure. And Detroit has yep. something to prove, so I feel if we can get five and a half, I'm going to cheer for the underdog. Ah, there we go, the underdog. The Detroit Lions coming off a big wing last week. So I, I agree with you, and like of all the crappy teams, you know, we kind of played a little exercise at the Panzer Prince about which which team is the worst team going forward. Which team do you not want to be with? And part of the reason why the Detroit Lions probably aren't that pick is Dan Gamble. For some reason this season, they're bad. They're bad. Yeah. They're bad all over the place. They don't have talent anywhere, really. And uh, yet, you they put up a fight in almost every game, and you got to think there's something to do with that with coaching. That's right. I, I, there, yeah. there won't be a letdown, even if they're getting, you know, they'll come back. They might backdoor it. I don't know. But they, um, I yeah. think that, um, whereas Atlanta is just not going anywhere. And, um, you know, who knows what will happen next year, year with Ryan and that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I, I do believe that um, there is some momentum here. And um, I, I just see that Detroit is out to prove something. So there they're not as okay, bad so as everyone thinks. Yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. There's your pick, five and a half against the Atlanta Falcons. So for my third pick, let's take this theory to the road. We're going to be taking the Miami Dolphins plus three against New Orleans. Now, so we've been making a bunch of money off the Dolphins. So let's see if they're actually good. You know, it can can this can this Miami team with their very specific style of offense, which is short slant passes, a lot of runs and sweeps and stuff like that. Is the, can they can they break through this New Orleans defense, which is really really good? So and the other one is like the New Orleans, you know, the New Orleans offense is an absolute mess, and Miami blitzes the the hell out of every every goddamn play. That is when they started turning the season around. Is they just started firing on honestly seventy percent of all passes, which is crazy. So we're gonna be taking Miami plus three against New uh, New Orleans and feeling pretty good about it. Well, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I've been I've been sort of quietly cheering for Miami lately because I got a bit of pizza money on them to uh, make the playoffs at at eight hundred. Oh, okay. So I yeah. I think Ooh, that wow. um, well, let's just hope they win. I'm I'm hoping they do. I don't give a heck about New Orleans anyway. So yep. Miami's quietly becoming a good football team. Yes. 
Oh, well, there we go. So, Charlie Chuck, those are your picks. Happy holidays. Thanks for coming on, and we hope you have fun losing money this weekend. Absolutely. You too. Have a good holiday, and uh, we will be talking. It's a very, very busy season coming up here. Very busy season. Yeah. Amazingly. Okay, okay then. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye now. And finally, on Losing Money with Andrew, what is that? Footsteps on the roof? Who Who is here? This must be the holidays. It's a surprise guest. It's the gambler. He's back. The gambler, how you doing? It's good to be back, back to the land of the living. It's <laughs> yeah. Been, uh, it's been a while, and uh, yeah, just in time for the holidays. Merry Christmas, you filthy oh, animals. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Oh, there we go. That's the kind of energy we need here, because of course, the gambler brings his tease of the week, which is always an exciting uh, exotic to throw in here. So, gambler, let's not waste any more time here. What are we doing for your tease of the week? I think we're going to do something, you know, a little bit, uh, it won't be the most exciting tease, but Ooh, okay. I want to, I want to start this holiday season on the right foot. It's, it's been a while. So I want to, I want to try to open this up with, uh, with one in the win column. So, um, the first game I'm looking at, I, I think it's a game. A lot of people are looking at, I think it's, mm. it's a, definitely going to be a popular selection, which is never good based mm-hmm. on our yeah. betting philosophy, <laughs> but I just, I mm-hmm. feel, I can't help but feel strongly at this one. It is none other than the Colts on the road oh, yeah. facing the lowly, lowly Cardinals. Uh, getting one. The Colts yeah, getting, getting one. one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that this is one where, first of all, the Cardinals, right? Talk about an embarrassing loss, right? Talk oh, about terrible. a team with, with not a lot of margin for error. They're trying to hold on to that top spot. And you go and you lay an egg <laughs> against the Detroit Lions. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Awful. It doesn't get worse than that. We should say. Yeah. No. Woof. A real woof. (laughs) Yeah. So um, normally, you know, uh, there's a betting philosophy or a picks philosophy in the NFL, right? The the, the famous up-down strategy. Yeah. Yeah. I do not see this being an up-down game for Arizona. I think Indy presents too many challenges for this to be an up-down. I I think, obviously, aside from the obvious of of Taylor, right, just being in in, an MVP form, and, yep. and running the ball, um, you know, he's, he's averaging 20 and a half carries per game. So yeah. Indy is not shy with uh, with the game plan. And and why not? I mean, he's he's a fantastic running back. Yeah, he's playing great. I don't no, think Arizona great. has. Yeah, no, he's he's uh, he really is a top two back in the league. Um, yep. And I, I think on that note, I don't think Arizona has the tools to stop Indy's run game. They've got some holes yeah. in their run defense. Uh, overall, their defense is looking shaky. And to me, this comes down to, you know, I look at Wentz and Murray would cancel each other out in a shootout, mm-hmm. but I give the edge because of Taylor. Um, and I also give the edge to Indy with, with their defense. Their, their, defense their defense can be yeah. stifling. Oh, so I, I think I, I think it's just it's a bad matchup for Arizona. I think Arizona, you know, undoubtedly is having a great season. Again, it's it's not a good matchup. Uh, based on Indy's run game and their and their defense, plus Indy's getting points, which with the T's, we're talking Indy plus seven. I, I Ooh, like the it. way that looks. There we go. So the first uh, first leg here is Indy plus seven. Uh, both Charlie Chalk and myself have Indy plus one in picks in this episode already, so we don't need to convince us. We are all on board with this. You get six more points. That's fantastic. So where are we going with your second leg? The second game, uh, again, a bit of a conservative pick. Charlie Chalk would be proud of this one. I'm looking okay. at the Chargers laying ah. 10 as they tra- uh, travel to the Houston Texans. I, yes, I love, I love uh, betting on games where there's a team 
that has something that are that are playing for something i should say a team that has mm-hmm. a lot of incentive and the chargers after losing that game last week to the chiefs they are in the hunt now for a wild card spot and they're and they're in a mm-hmm. deep a deep hunt so the pressure's on there's no room for error yep you expect them to show up dialed up so they're in a, basically you could argue that the, the chargers at this point are in a must win uh situation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. one of the interesting stats that i found the Chargers are forcing their opponents to run the ball on 43%, sorry, 45.3% of their opponents' possessions. It's it's one of the highest in the NFL. Well, that bodes well when Houston ranks last in the NFL in average yards per carry. Oh, there we so go. So you've got a team that. that forces the run against a team that basically can't run the ball. Well, that's I love that because the Chargers suck at stopping the run too. So that that that's a big advantage, and so much so once again, Charlie Chalk and myself are on this game as a whole spread as nine and a half to ten. And now we're going all the way into the teaser thing. You you are right on the same page here. This is great. So we got the Chargers at minus four for this second leg. Chargers at minus four. I think this nice. is a statement game for the Charger. Ooh. I honestly think this game would be a bit of a blowout. Um, so no, I I love the Chargers uh, by less than a touchdown in this game. Fantastic. Okay, so there must be a third game coming up. What is it? The third game is probably to me the most obvious game of the week. I don't I didn't even bother looking at stats for this game because I just think it's so black and white. It is, of course, Tampa Bay lane 10 <laughs> as they transfer to uh sorry, travel to Carolina and yeah. I basically only have two words for this pick. Angry Brady. Yeah. That's it. Angry Brady. Angry, Angry he's, Brady. He's coming off of I think <laughs> I, I think I saw the the headline. It was uh, last week was his first shutout since like 2016 or something or 2015 right. or some some crazy nonsense. I, I I don't give a shit that Evans and Godwin and probably Fournette are out. Yeah. At this point, Tom Brady could be throwing to garbage cans on the field, <laughs> and and they'll still win this game. Not to mention the fact that you've got a very broken quarterback and a very feeble. Uh, offense going against arguably one of the best defense in the league. You know, you've got this yep. this resurgence, right? Almost like overnight it happened where the, the packs looked broken at the beginning of the season. The offense looked shaky. The defense didn't look right. And in, in true, you know, son of Satan, Belichick fashion, <laughs> he has basically brought back the New England offense or defensive old. This is, to me, this yeah. is a classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the the suffocating, stifling, offense where they're getting multiple interceptions a game i just think it's again it's a horrible matchup from a from a defensive standpoint for the panthers where i I honestly don't think newton will be able to breathe in this game but to me it still comes down to brady and and like i said you could put pylons out there he'd he'd still find ways to throw touchdown passes so oh wow it could this could have been minus 14 minus 16 i think this will be another you know double digit victory uh give me the bucks minus four all day Box minus four, so that's a three-game tease. And what odds are we getting for this three-game tease? Getting a classic plus 150. Plus 150. Okay, perfect. So for my tease of the week, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to do four games and seven points for plus 200. Yeah, I love it. I I like this like this week. Let's see where we're going. And you know where we're going to start? We're going to start with Tampa Bay, minus three. Everything you said and more. Buffalo kicked the crap out of Carolina. And I think they they took the the foot off the pedal and they still beat them by 20. It was great. So Tampa Bay all day. I love this. Yeah, that's I'm right there with you. Okay, the other three. uh, I'm going to take Baltimore and Cincinnati over 38. 
Now, that got brought down already uh, seven points. It was at 45, so we're going to go over 38 now. Uh, that's mostly two things. Cincinnati's defense is completely overrated and loves throwing the ball. And Baltimore's defense, I don't even know. Can you name any of their secondary players anymore? They're picking people off Not the street one. these days. Yeah, exactly. When Humphreys went down, I'm like, well, that was him. That was the last one, so he's done. Uh, so I just... They have offenses, both teams have offenses, and both teams don't have defenses. Well, over 38 makes sense to me, so over 38 is where I'm going with that game. Green Bay minus a half versus Cleveland. Now, this is a big part of this. The seven and a half is is fine. The half scares me because Green Bay is really good at winning games, winning one-score games. I kind of mentioned this in the opening a little bit. They're kind of like the new Kansas City. But the problem is they keep everything to one goddamn score even though they're such a good game. There's no reason why in that Baltimore game it should have been as close as it was. Green Bay likes keeping these games close and so that half scares me, but if we tease it a little bit, bring it down seven points, Green Bay just needs to win. Green Bay will beat Cleveland. I feel pretty good about that one. Yeah, I think I think it's it's... Rodgers is is starting to really make that last uh, or end of the season push. So I think as long as he doesn't, you know, falter, I, I think that's a good pick. Yeah, for sure. Green Bay looks amazing. Their defense looks so good too. Um, okay, and then the last pick is Philadelphia minus three against the New York Giants and whoever the hell is going to start a start at quarterback for them. Like, is it going to be Jake Fromm? Um, is it going to be Mike Lennon and that long neck? I don't know, but I don't care. Philadelphia minus three makes total sense to me. The Giants suck. They're one of the worst teams in the league and they're looking for the best draft picks. Philadelphia is trying to make the playoffs. As crazy as that sounds, Philadelphia is trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, jeez, I can't believe that. I was, this, I think Philadelphia might be the team I was the most off on from the beginning of the year to now. Like, no idea that they were going to even have a 500 record. So, good for them. You know, best of luck. Beat on the bad teams, and the Giants are a bad team. Minus three. So, those are the four games. Seven points, plus 200. I love it. Well, there we go. The Gambler, welcome back. We're so excited to have you back on. We can't wait to talk about MMA, football, all the things going forward into the new year. But we hope you have a happy holidays and we hope you have fun losing money. So it's great to be back. And yeah, I look forward to the new year. Okay, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for listening to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Can you please rate, review, subscribe, wherever you listen to this podcast to help other people listen to it and join this community of losing money. The only other thing that we're going to ask you to do is go to at Losing Money WAB, where we give up free daily picks plus some video picks. Like I was saying, 16 and 10. Come on, guys. 16 to 10. That's pretty good. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the places that we post picks. But thank you so much for listening to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. From the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate everyone that we get to talk to about this kind of stuff, this weird degenerate community that we've created that we love talking to about losing money on sports. We hope you have a great holidays. Have fun losing money on football this weekend. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!